Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. Is the world ready for the next chapter of the story? Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is scheduled for one hour and designed to keep wrestling real. This is Rant with Ant. We were all off doing our own things. But see, eventually we knew that the three of us would come together. Your hosts, the king of talk style, Anthony DiStefano. I am the alpha of this business. This is real life, my life, my respect, my dignity. Fanboy Philium, Phil Cataldo. I am the diamond of professional wrestling. This is my time. Mella is money. And the demon diva, Issa. I'm the beast and the best. This is my yard now. This is our passion. This is our dream. And if you fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you. I ran with them. This is Nikki. What's up? Cool girls here. Hey guys, it's Santana Gear. What's up, Rant with Ant? Not like this style. So I'm glad that I'm ranting with Ant. The Blue Meanie. Hey, this is James Elwood. What's up? Rant with Ant, Seth Rollins, Kingslayer, Architect, Shield Guy. Hi, this is Allie, and you're listening to Rant with Ant. Oh my God, it's like we never left. And welcome everybody to the show that keeps wrestling real. This is Rant with Ant. I'm your host, the King of Talk Style, Anthony DeStefano. And the whole crew is back. It's been three weeks since the three amigos have run wild. And now we get to do it. Issa's back from her vacation with her family. Phil came back last week from his weekend with Carmella. I'm still here because... I'm, I don't Mr. No Days Off, um, but hopefully that works out better for me than it did Daring Young. Um, but I'm excited that we're all here tonight. We have a great show. I felt like Monday Night Raw was tailored for me and Issa for certain reasons. And Phil, because Phil's a Ronda fan too. So there's a lot of great shit I'm going on. I'm a Roman on. fan too. It's not you are a Roman fan. This. But it's true. So we're all. it was made for all of us. Raw was... Pretty goddamn good this week. Raw was two really weeks good. in a row. Two weeks yeah, in mean, a row. It, it was awesome. But let's introduce the best co-hosts in the game. Let's start with the bearded bunny, Mister Philio. How you doing? Oh hey. Oh hi. What's up? So kawaii. So kawaii all the time. And of course, Mrs. Did you get the three thousand subscribers yet? Yes, I did. Mrs. Three thousand yes. subscribers. The Demon In the 3000 Club. Herself. Subscribe to Demon Diva. Shirt coming soon on the Rant with Ant shop. We're <laughs> stealing your shit, PewDiePie. But can you do this? Yeah, can you do this? But can you do this? It is Issa. What's going on? Thank you for reminding me. I did get to 3000 subscribers, so I'm very happy. I'm good. We missed you last week. We missed you last I week. was. I was... Uh, well, you guys know I had 
bigger things to do. I was with my nephew. Yes. We had a blast. I cut, I cut him up in all the wrestling that he missed while he was out in the field training to be a hero. So I did spend the weekend watching wrestling with my the favorite part person about that in the world. So was uh, your Instagram story when he was singing Calle Trece in the car? Oh my god! Having he... the time of his life, bro, and his wife was in the back. Like I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I he's can't the say the name of that song. So he's here the I best. that's the name of the. He's it's the a group, best. and I know well, that he's I gonna I listen can't to say this. the name of the band. I know that he's going to listen to this. And Christian, I love you. You're the best. Uh, you have some big cojones to do what you do because there's yes, no way and, I will get deployed. Absolutely. He doesn't even we, know where he's going. I'm like, what the fuck is that? We thank you for doing that because people <laughs> like me, I'm too pussy to do that. So thank you for your service <laughs> and doing what you do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when we talk about wrestling this week, and it, it felt like well, I was at Monday Night Raw. And first off, first and foremost, I mean, to hear Roman Reigns get that reaction from Philadelphia of all places, and Philadelphia has a very love hate relationship with Roman Reigns. He's rocky. Like, <laughs> it is. It is literally. Uh, it reminds me of me and my ex girlfriend. One minute we're cool, the next minute we're fighting, and that's kind of like how Philly is with Reigns. But what Philly always respects is a fighter, and what Roman Reigns is is a fighter. And I did like that. When he started talking about there's one more thing I want, the fans did boo because that is typical Philly. It's like they don't want him to be in the title match. I'm going to be honest with you. Roman Reigns is my favorite. I don't want him in a title match. This is Seth's year. I've said it's Seth's year from the beginning. Oh, my God. When they set that up, they got me. I was like, he better not be calling Seth Rollins for this. Please don't. Please don't. (laughs) And as soon as we all figured out it was a swerve and they wanted to get the shield back together, that crowd, and I don't even think it came across on TV. It was the one of the loudest ovations I've ever heard. It was insane. So let's get into that. I mean, the Shield is reunited, and what a way to set it up. Um, it was cool to see Seth Rollins call Dean Ambrose his wrestling soulmate on air because he has said it in so many interviews, and we have alluded to it on the show. Whenever they're in the ring, they do have that chemistry. Um, I don't think their last feud was was perfect by any means, but I think when they got in the ring, it delivered. And I think um, it's good to see that. And it's it's good that Ambrose is kind of switching back for the time being because it's kind of WWE acknowledging that, hey, that failed. And, and maybe it's not the end of um, Dean Ambrose being a heel, which we're going to get into. But what it does is it resets it. And that's what that needed. Dean Ambrose needed a reset. And the Shield needs one more match even whatever happens after that match if ambrose is leaving you need to do the shield one more time you can't do it at wrestlemania so this is where you get it Issa, what did you think about the shield reuniting that moment where ambrose stuck his fist in and you know i've never seen i've never who was who texted it was one of you guys said i've never seen, uh, been so excited to see three guys fist. Issa, 100 percent Issa. yes <laughs> So I had already fallen asleep. It was definitely yeah. Issa. <laughs> so, I mean, um, what did you think of that moment? I love the fisting going on in the ring at that moment. <laughs> it was it was exciting. So, you guys know I love the Shield, right? I talk shit about Ambrose unless he's in the Shield. I like to think of my Dean Ambrose as a Shield, shield member <laughs> <Yes>. fisting <laughs> his two buddies in the middle of the ring. Um, <laughs> That's what you wrote. That's that that exactly what you wrote. That is but, exactly what you wrote. Um, I mean... Obviously, there was a couple. I feel like we are owed a good shield run. This, all of these reunions, they have tried to do them, and something always goes wrong. And we just need one good run mm-hmm. where everything goes well. I, 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 
I don't want to be negative about this. I hate the match that they're getting, like who they're going yeah. against. Yeah, it I makes no sense. I really do too. Right? Like, like right here, you could have did the passing of the torch even to the undisputed air. I mean, right. not with Champa being hurt now. Maybe that slows things down. But you could have did the passing of the torch there, or you could have gave us the Balor Club. Like you could have made this like, holy right. shit, this is the Shield's final moment. I get, right. Instead, we get Baron Corbin. I did. I did hear them bring up. Ambrose contract in commentary which I thought yes. was interesting it's starting to play into the storyline which makes you wonder is it a work is he staying um, but overall I think it, it, it just what Roman said now what he cares about is just wrestling and be, getting to do this every day and for him to make that to be the important thing to wrestle with his, with his two brothers I just I just love everything about it yep. I'm excited the, the cool thing for me is and um, I remember Issa when you were at Good Morning America you were telling us that <laughs> Roman carries is starting to carry himself like Cena now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it sucks the way we got here. But seeing him talk in the ring, he's so much more comfortable, right? He's being Joe. He's being himself in the ring. And he's just he's fully 100% comfortable being on the microphone now. And I think that, you know, that that's one of the big reasons why people are cheering for him. Not only, obviously, because of the whole cancer stuff, but... You know, he's he's becoming more relatable. He's more likable now because he's able to show the real personality that we've heard on podcasts and interviews. And we hear stories about from like Seth and Finn and everybody who loves this guy backstage. Right. So and, and seeing that Roman now be a part of this shield where like I think as a community, we can all kind of rally behind them because there's really three reasons you could like the shield now. Right. If. You have any type of connection with cancer, you want to see Roman succeed if you're a Seth Rollins fan. And then now with the added stuff, like you said, with Dean Ambrose's contract, this might be the last time we get to see Dean Ambrose in a WWE ring for a very long time. So, you know, this is one of these things where I feel like I actually just got sad at the thought of that. What the fuck is wrong with me today? I don't know. You're 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 getting I need a drink. I need a drink. (laughs) You're sick. Um, Check her for a fever. Exactly. (laughs) But it's it's one of those things where it's like this would be something cool. And yeah, it would suck if like it's only at Fastlane. But um I I think that unlike the women's image that was kind of shared that people wanted to see now with Charlotte being not in the yeah. SmackDown match. We're not going to get that. But I think that is a strong possibility. WrestleMania moment. We get the three members of the shield in the ring. I mean, because as of right now, Roman doesn't have a match. Dean doesn't have a match. So who knows and, what's going to end up and, happening. But this is what I think. I think this is just the last time we see the Shield guys because I think Dean Ambrose is turning on Reigns and it's going to be Roman versus Dean at WrestleMania. That was the original. That, Supposedly, that, that's what was that's, planned for them. That's the original plan. It was for the Universal title. After Ambrose turns on his brothers, he takes on Watch Seth. him turn Roman now. <laughs> yo, if Roman right? turned, I think, yo, if, I honestly think if Roman Reigns turned, he'd be the most popular superstar in the world. Like the I moment really, that you finally get everybody to like him, this is when we fucking pull the plug. Yeah, That's actually kind of genius if you think yeah, about it. Yeah, it is. Um, but, I mean, but when you think of it as a business standpoint, what he's going to be doing for leukemia and all that. That goes beyond yeah, right. wrestling. That goes above and beyond. Well, I don't think you turn. I don't think you turn Reigns heel and ever. Never. I think he's in that nope. John Cena area yep. where it's like we yep. cannot turn this guy because what he means to the business and the promotion of more important things in sports entertainment. 
Well, the, the one thing I do want to say uh, about Reigns, because, of course, Ant's the one who kind of told me to watch the Roman's doc, Roman Reigns documentary. Oh, man, as I was soon crying as possible. so Isa, much. did you end up watching it? No, I'm going to watch it tonight. I haven't had the time, and I really want to do it so, when I have time. And, and yeah. you know, you got to take it It's very emotional. Yeah. Um, there is a part. I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's a part where Roman talks about, like, um, when he found out that he was in remission, right? And he's calling, like, kids who are going who have cancer and stuff like that and it's like that guy that everybody loves behind the scenes that guy is now finally being shown on camera and i think that because of that you never turn him here no he's it, never gonna turn I, it, because, like i said it's and not... you can cheer him you can boo him similar to john cena yep. and that's fine right he, he's not against you booing him right like you said we, we heard the philly crowd boom when we thought and even mal was like fuck don't do this when they we thought he was gonna get added but it's like this is this is like a a reawakening for wrestling, right? Especially for me. I, I thought that Raw, since Roman left, and I don't know if it was because I'm such a big Roman guy or just the writing seemed to be all over the place, but, like, Raw finally feels like it's back now. Like, I'm right. really enjoying what Raw is doing well, I mean, because I mean, and you have you Roman, have, you have Rousey, Ronda. you have Becky and Charlotte, right. the Revival are tag champs even though they lose every week. You Triple have these H NXT Batista guys. storyline building up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of great stuff happening, especially on Monday Night Raw right now, and it's just so much fun. Like, you can feel that it's WrestleMania season. Like, right, they're, they're, right. Like, yeah, they always say, know, like, oh, WrestleMania season has started, but, like, I legitimately felt it right. watching Monday Night Do Raw you know why? Do you know why I felt it? Because they started breaking out real names. When you attacked Richard Fleer... And it's like, oh my God, here we go. If you say Richard Fleer one more time, motherfucker. Yeah, I love that Triple H promo. Man. I did too. But you know what's funny is he would—he was just saying Richard Fleer, but he's like, you're not facing the game. You're not facing <laughs> Triple H. Then say you're facing Paul. Say it. Say it. You I pussy. think the funniest, the funniest <laughs> thing about that—that that whole uh, that whole segment with Triple H to me is, you know, good damn well he can cut that promo whenever he feels oh like it. Oh my right? God. And you know that he probably did it at the Performance Center. Like, with that much passion, and then looked at all the students who were like, that's how I want you to cut a promo. People were like, yeah. shit. <laughs> he's, he's, he's definitely, like, one of the best promos in, in wrestling history because he brings that intensity. But before we get into that, I do want to circle back around because do you guys really think that Dean Ambrose is getting this um, match against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? Maybe his last one? Because here's the thing. As a Shield fan, I want to see the Shield back together. I don't care if it's for one night, but more importantly, I've seen Seth first Dean. I've seen Seth first Roman. One thing we've never got as Shield fans is Ambrose versus Reigns in a feud. No, a feud. We we've gotten them in the triple threat. It's not a feud though. What are you gonna have to build? Two weeks to it? That's not a real feud. Yeah, but you can build in two three weeks and make me care enough to. I mean, because it's Roman and Dean, but. We've never, yeah, because even when the triple threat match, like loser buys beers, they were all cool. No, like I want like. No, but, but Roman fought um, Ambrose and then he won the title at Survivor Series and then Sheamus cashed in a couple of years ago. That was the final match in the tournament when yeah, Seth again, had to it, relinquish the but title. But that wasn't that wasn't like a built. You know what I mean? That was a match. It wasn't. A f- it didn't I have felt a story. like the story was better because they were so close. Like at the yeah. end of it, when fucking Roman pinned Ambrose and they're both like looking very, very, very extra friendly with each other, hugging each yeah. other as he wins the title. Like I that actually should, appreciated that. But I always that. thought that should have been the time that Ambrose turned heel. Why? Like, we had should... Sheamus with a cashing. That was amazing. Well, that would have been great, right? Amber- 
Ambrose plants him with the dirty <laughs> deeds and Sheamus pins him. That's where I was like, oh, Ambrose is turning heel. But I said that for four years, and then it happened, and it it, sucked, It's one man. of those things where, right, on paper, you get this blood feud with Dean and Roman. It'd be great. But more important to me, and I know East is not <laughs> – East doesn't want it. But more important to me, even more than them having this crazy feud, I want that Shield moment in New York. I yeah. want well, they're, the, they're the new Reigns versus- Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit hugging moment after a big match <laughs> with Reigns and Ambrose hugging Rollins for beating Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I want that moment. That To me, that moment is more important than whatever blood feud they can try to create within two weeks. But they're... But the thing is, they're saying Reigns versus Baron Corbin, and for me, no. I mean, here's the thing. Lars Sullivan is definitely not coming back by WrestleMania. That was supposed to be John Cena's opponent. Why can't we just get Cena versus Reigns? Just throw, I don't care if it's thrown together. Cena versus, like, I want Reigns to be cutting a promo, promo. Cena come back. I like to welcome you back. I like to welcome you back one-on-one at WrestleMania. Boom. There Anything. it is. They don't, could you do don't anything. Even need a story. Roman could do an open challenge. Yep. It could be a million different things. Like, I mean, obviously, we all want to see Roman in a match at Mania, but there's only like a month left, right? So it's like, what are we and, really and here's do? the thing: Brock booked, Seth booked. You're gonna probably. I don't think he's gonna fight Drew McIntyre. Finn Balor is the IC champion. He's probably gonna be fighting. Like and and Strowman's a face because I would I would go for Strowman versus Reigns at Mania, but Strowman oh, they're God, trying no. to make Strowman this big face again and it's not working again. But I mean, you know, I will tell you, he funny, is um... over. He is real over. Like I, I, I think went they're to gonna a... keep. I think they're gonna maybe the Ambrose team, but whatever they do with Roman, I think they're gonna keep him away from like a really important match. So just yeah. to keep the momentum that he has going behind him, if you start putting him in a main storyline, you're gonna get the the marks, the, the smart can, you... fans to turn on him. I what guess. about this? What if the Dean stays and they? What if Dean stays and they do a tag team? That would be cool. They like th- there's nothing wrong with that. It's maybe the them two versus they, the they rival. It's like kind of like when they, you know, Dean won the U.S. title and then him and Seth were champs. Maybe Seth wins the Universal Championship and, you know, I like that. I, I the Dean, like Dean that. and Roman, who've never been tag champs, they're a faction and that's what factions do, you know? That That's a really great idea. I, I would love that. Uh, I think to kind of uh, expand on what you guys are talking about, um, the, the one thing with this mania is this I'm going to start calling this mania the too good to be true mania because it right. is just, <laughs> on paper. It looks like it's going to be so much fun. Right. Right. And and I don't with this build now with Becky obviously going to win the match at Fastlane and, um, you know, going to be added to this, which means that she will be a part of the build, which a lot of people um, were going to have an issue with if she was eventually added to this match late. Um, I think that you let the women. This is the year you let the women have their moment in the sun. You don't put Roman oh, in a God. title match. So you know for a shadow of a doubt, Roman is not closing the show. You know he's not involved in a title match. Well, for, for a singles title. I think the tag team titles is a really cool idea. Hey, even doesn't even have to be the revival. Make it the Usos. That would be a great match. Roman's match first match back is against his, his cousins. Like, how yeah. fucking great would that be, you know? I, it, I just, it's stuff like you, that. It's, the, it's you see, that cool. the possibilities are really endless. But like you said, this is, and I don't think they're taking this main event from the woman. I don't care who. I don't care if the Undertaker comes back and he says, "I'm really retiring this guy. I'm really gonna put my hat in the ring this time and it's over." I don't think that even takes us. They have built this whole two months around Ronda Rousey, 
Becky Lynch, and Charlotte. And Becky and Charlotte started in October at Evolution. Mm-hmm. So their build has been been even longer. Then you have like a two-month build between Ronda and, and Becky. Or actually, more than that, because that was Survivor Series. So you yep. got to think how many months they invested in these three women. If they don't main event, New York is going to turn on WWE If they don't main hard. event, the women will never main event. No. There okay. will never be a but That's what we match. talked about. We did that roundtable last night. And I said, when do you – you have maybe one or two years left of Ronda Rousey. Who knows? We don't know what her, her desires are. You are never – going to have someone as hot as Becky Lynch right now. Ride her when she's hot before people start turning on her, even though I, I've seen people start turning already. But ride her when she's still hot, and you have your best women's wrestler of all time in her prime, Charlotte yep. Flair. You got to do it. You pulled the trigger this year. I 100% agree. And um, for people who want, who are enjoying everything in regards to this women's match, and for people who... You know, love the social media exchanges between Becky and Ronda. Oh, um, Ronda, Ronda's taking that shit serious, according yo, to Misha Tate. I don't know listen, if you saw that today. Listen, so what? I, this is where I was going. So I don't know if you guys have watched um, Ronda's YouTube channel. Yeah. She does a lot of, like, road to whatever. So mm-hmm. she put up a new one. I think it was today or yesterday. It was Road to Philly. Did you see it? Isa? Yep. <laughs> so there's a section in that. Towards the end, she's in the, she's in her bus, and you know, they're taking her makeup off. They're like taking her braids out of her hair, and they start like asking her about like her promo, whatever. She was like, "Promo? That wasn't a promo." And like she starts talking, and you're like, "All right, clearly she's like, you know, she's hyping up the match. She know cameras are on." And then she's like, they ask her about Becky, and she was like, "Oh no, this is about Rebecca Quinn. Like I don't like she talked about my husband. This shit is fucking serious now." And she started cursing. And I was like, yo, that sounds like the Rousey that was talking to Misha Tate yeah. when mm-hmm. Misha Tate was talking that shit about her dad in real life well, and it became what, a real fucking issue. That's what Misha Tate said today in an interview. She said, Ronda Rousey doesn't have a sense of humor. Like, you, you, one thing you don't do is you don't mention her family. And when Becky Lynch did that and she started calling her Rebecca Quinn, that's when it got serious for Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And she said, Ronda Rousey doesn't know. And, and Misha Tate, you know, they have their own personal beef. But she said... Ronda Rousey doesn't know how to be a team player. She doesn't know how to, you know, fake anything, kayfabe anything. Everything becomes personal to her. So, so that's funny that you said those words because the way the video ended and Issa saw it, so she understands. It was it was definitely a uh, it was definitely a Ladywood moment. Uh, it was definitely <laughs> one of those crazy things. Um, so at the end of it, there Ronda's like, I'm here to expose everything. Like. This shit, yeah, she was like, oh, Ronda, don't break kayfabe. She's like, nah, I'm going to break it. This shit is scripted, and there's not one of these bitches can fuck with me inside this company. I'll break them all or something like that. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, someone's going to die in that ring. Yeah. But, like, it only Well, she was like, she was throwing excitement. some stiff fucking shots at Becky on Monday night, and I, I loved mean, every second this of is, it. This is fucked up, but I love when she starts talking shit at Twitter, and people just share pictures of Holly Holmes all the time. I just fucking crack up. Well, and then it's like all the people who, yeah. who loved her, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, that that's where social media that, is Yeah, but I just like, think, like, I mean, but as the Becky fans, I think that's, but that's the thing. Ronda Rousey doesn't know how to joke. We've never seen Ronda Rousey joke about anything. She doesn't, she doesn't play, if you guys have ever seen, like, documentaries with her and stuff like that, there's definitely, like, she will joke forever, but there's, like, that line. And, like, Ronda Rousey doesn't it, fuck around with real life shit, okay? You don't talk about yeah. her trainers, yeah. you don't talk about her husband, Although, you don't talk about I her will family. Say, and, I will say, Becky flamed her with, oh, now it does look like a dick. Like, I, 
I thought that might have been the tweet of the year. Yeah. Because <laughs> she came back quick with that. Like, she knew, like, Rodna was going to be like, hey, that's the dick you wish you had. And, she, like, she had that Photoshop ready, I think. Yeah, that was... it, it just, man, it, it it's only building to the hype of this match, right? And, you know, for a long time we said Ronda Rousey, given her background, right, and given her star power, um, she can be the female Brock Lesnar, but well, be here what, every week. What, and I think we're YouTube, turning her heel. That's what this YouTube thing, like, to me is. Like, when she talks that shit, like, I loved when Brock was like, you're going to be laying in blood, piss, and vomit. Like, I'm going to yeah, leave you Yeah, like, the people that, that Ronda hang out with and train with, what's the fucking Diaz brother who are as gangster yeah. as he gets? Ronda Rousey does saying. not yeah. fuck around. Those yeah. are her that's buddies. That's what I'm saying. Like, but so I will say like, that was her, makes that it was even her, better. That was her best promo. And I know she talks a little fast, but I'm not here to critique someone. Because let's be real. You try to go out there in front of 20,000 people, especially in a city like Philadelphia, and cut a promo. Yes, yeah, she talks fast, but she got her point across, and she had more swag about her because she was talking that shit. Instead of trying to get the audience to like her, she went out there and said, Fuck you guys. Damn the man. Screw the woo. I'm going to break you bitches. And, like, and that's what's that so cool. is the Ronda Rousey I loved in UFC yep, because she talked that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you know, um, I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about the difference of um, – uh, of like, it was the kind of funny guys that I listened to, and one of the guys is a big UFC fan, and he was talking about how when he like watched wrestling recently, um, that it was weird for him to see Ronda smiling so much because like every time you saw yep. her in UFC, she had her mean face on. That's all you ever saw in anything. She didn't show that happy side until she won. Um, and, and I think that that's where she's that's most That's also a lie. That's also a lie. Ronda Rousey, I, and I and I still say this, and I've been a fan of her since before, UFC, since Strike Force, and Ronda Rousey smiled a lot. I think that Ronda Rousey almost started smiling too much. If you watch the series that they made before every big pay-per-view and you watch her her yeah, I, like her role b- right before that fight with Holmes, you could just tell she wasn't even training. She was so Hollywood, so let me smile yeah. for the cameras, let well, like, me do yeah, this, like, that she, she wasn't even going, training anymore. Yeah, like, she was in, there was she a was lot in the of movie smiling. Entourage. She was yeah. in Entourage, and she was like... I, I personally felt like towards the end of her career, like on the beginning, yes, I will agree with them, Phil, but towards the end, she was just like... She got so big and nobody trained her on what to do with all this fame that she just started catering to that and she became almost mm-hmm. bigger than UFC. I hate to say it. She was just all smiles, like almost a diva-like attitude, which you never expect yeah. from her. And, and that's why she I think, like... She was in Sports like, Illustrated. Yeah. She was modeling. Yeah, exactly. And, and in my I, I own agree. opinion, like her fight with Holly Holmes, like to be honest with you, for me, the Nunez was more painful because she was preparing yeah. to fight a boxer and Holmes kicks her in the head. She wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. With Nunez, you know what you're getting when you get in there with her. So yeah. I always think the Holly Holmes was a lucky win because she fought in a way nobody was expecting her to fight. Listen, first, first uh-huh. off, it's, you it's think a about fight. Like... One punch can end it. It doesn't mean you're the better fighter because you win a fight. I've beat people in fights that I probably shouldn't have because right. sometimes you get a lucky punch in. You know, it's 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 yeah. a fight. Sometimes oh, you that's hit what on the I right mean. Line. Holly Holmes was a boxer. She wasn't expecting to get a fucking no, switching get a kick. music. No, God, yeah, like she got she tuned up the fucking band. Yeah. So, but with Nunez, she knew she knew what she was getting. I think that Ronda Rousey would always be the first and the pioneer, but Amanda Nunez would always be the greatest, in my opinion. Yeah, she is the great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't. I will never close on that. And Johnny Bones Jones <laughs> with another big win. This isn't a UFC show, but give me Bones versus DC after DC beats Brock. 
Well, because DC would beat Brock. I love Brock in the UFC. I like I love Brock in the UFC. I, that's where I like my Brock Lesnar. Do you really I like think DC wants UFC. to fight Jones? DC's too fucking scared. He's a pussy. No, because yeah, well, that's Jones. the thing. Jo- Jones owns like owns landscape in DC's brain. You know what I mean? So part of me thinks DC goes, okay. I'll fight him because I have something to prove. Another part of me him. thinks, He's no, this stupid. guy's gonna fuck me up again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll really make, to and make a fight without fucking yeah, getting no, suspended. Dude, so it, was a peak-a-gram. it was a picogram. It was a picogram. It was this. Mu- it was like. <laughs> Listen, but I don't the, care. The, the whole the whole thing is like Jones is a better fighter. All right, yeah, back uh, to wrestling. <laughs> to, yeah, to bring it back <laughs> to wrestling is uh that's the Rousey that is the money maker. That mean mugging shit talking Ronda Rousey. Is your money maker? There's no way that anybody in that match is getting cheered more than Becky because that's who the fans want. Not Charlotte, not Ronda. Yeah, how, so let's how fucking go to want, war. How long do they want Becky? Because are, is anyone else seeing? Well, I, I I know you're not on Twitter, Phil, that much, but I'm just starting to see people kind of cool down on her. Because they're cooling her off with this fucking yeah. ridiculous story they're trying to tell. They are over-explaining well, well, this that, field that, entirely too much. Into. So you're going what? to reinstate her and make her earn her spot? Yeah, she won why, the fucking she Rumble. She won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you, Isa, is why would they, after someone wins a Royal Rumble, they didn't say we're taking your Rumble win away because you put your hands on blah, 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 or you didn't go to see a doctor. That would have made sense. We're taking your Rumble win away because you're not listening to orders. And you got arrested. But they didn't take her Rumble win away. She still won the Royal Rumble. Which means she gets a title shot. Why did they take that away from her? And now why does she have to fight? Because they're explaining this story entirely too much. And they're confusing. If you're bringing any casuals with this, right at this point, they got to be confused by whatever the fuck is going on. This one relinquishes the title, but then she says, no, I didn't. (laughs) And now Becky's got to fucking fight for her spot, for a spot in a fight that was hers to begin with. And Charlotte is just flaunting around in both shows like I'm the shit, which she is. She is. Yeah, she is. But, (laughs) you know, like, I just, I feel like they knew that they had gold and they're like, okay, let's protect this. And they're maybe a little too overprotective of it. And they're just ruining it. Because even I'm confused. I've been following the whole fucking story. You put her on TV way too much. We've said that. Like, she was suspended. You're suspended. What does a suspension mean? And then they reinstate her for not listening. And it's like, you're not telling a story I can keep up with. And then this week, Ronda goes, I didn't relinquish the title. I just put it down in the ring. And Stephanie McMahon goes, okay, here you go. And it's like, what? What is this nonsense? Like they need to be thankful the that these ladies are giving them Yo. good promos, good beating because what Yo. they're doing with the storyline sucks. It's when you lay a title in the ring, here. when you lay a title in the ring, you're either retiring or you're relinquishing it. Fuck, I don't get, Listen, I didn't it's, get it. It's one of those things where <laughs> um, I, I'm lucky that I'm viewing Mania this way, and it's like I could give a shit what happens over the next few weeks. We already have our tickets. We're going. Yeah, oh yeah. The matches are pretty much set in stone at this point. And it's just like, man, I just want to see him. Like, whatever happens with Rousey and, and Becky and, and Charlotte leading up to it, like, I'm already sold. Like, just show me Actually, the match Actually, to be honest with you, I am obviously sold on, Bec- on the Raw Women's title match, whatever the fuck it ends up being. And I'm sold on Seth versus Brock, but this is one WrestleMania that I feel like we're running out of time. We should probably set up the rest of the matches. Wait, no, I have no have... idea who the fuck is fighting who. <laughs> Batista versus Triple H is, is, is all but confirmed. So right. you have you have three. You have three great matches, but like... No, we have 10 like, hours to fill. <laughs> yeah, you have 10 hours to fill. And, well, that's the problem. And, and 
this is this is my soapbox I've been on since I started Rant Within. I never thought Fastlane or Roadblock or any of them should exist mm-hmm. because that eight-week build to Mania would mean so much more because you could focus more like, okay, this one, this starts five weeks out. This one starts seven weeks out. This one starts four weeks out because right now— I don't think there should be anything after the Rumble. No, after Rumble, the Rumble, Mania. it should all be Mania. Uh, and if you want to do Elimination Chamber or a Battle Royal or a tournament do it or whatever, do it on Raw, do it on Raw and SmackDown. Yep, mm-hmm. yep I agree. And you and- make those shows feel more important because there should be nothing— because who wins the Rumble should feel like gods. Yep. Like, oh, my God, they're going to WrestleMania, period. So, like, you have two months, two to three months to really build the hell out of the fact that these people won the Rumble. And you then you build around it, right? It, it sucks that speaking, there's a pay-per-view this weekend, right? It's this weekend? Yeah. Or is it next weekend? No, it's this weekend. It's yeah, a, so but, but there's a pay-per-view this build, weekend, and then it's like they're going to kind of like, throw everything together? Right now, you threw Seth Rollins in the Shield, and that's cool. Like, for Shield fans, I love that. But shouldn't we be building this guy for Brock three weeks out? Like, shouldn't we be focusing on building him for Brock? Instead, it's like, I want to get back with my brothers. But And I know it's because Brock's not there, but we've said it a thousand times. Cameras exist. Batista cut a cool promo, like, on a camera. I love the sit-down interviews with Brock Lesnar when he was, like, literally, I brought it up earlier, when he was just talking shit. He was just sitting in a seat saying, yeah, I'll fuck you up. I don't give a shit. I don't need to be there because I'm – why can't we do that? Just like – I don't get I don't. It'll get happen bill. after Fastlane, but like you said, we only bill. have like Yeah, but it's three weeks. weeks. <laughs> it's three weeks. <laughs> three weeks. I know. I know. It's crazy. It, it's, it's, it's the struggle of what it is now, but, mm-hmm. you know, it is it, – it's. What, I mean, I'm excited for the match. It's going to be like – Here's hey, the, the Raw and SmackDowns over those three weeks are going to be fucking lit as fuck because we're going to get, like, every information. A week before the show, we're going to know all 12 matches that are going to be in the well, card. And, and I also think Fastlane's going to give us some things because I think Fastlane, we're having this pre-show match with Andrade and Ray, and I really think that this is where Ray puts his hand out after the match and him and Andrade become a tag team because it's, it's been going on so long. I do. I no, think they become a tag team, no, and that's no. awesome. I would love that because no. I know some people aren't fans of throwing together tag teams. No. But right now, your tag team division kind of needs it because after the after Mania, you have the shakeup, and then SmackDown's not as top-heavy because I'm sure they'll balance it out because Raw right now is hurting for tag teams, man. Absolutely. but I mean, the SmackDown mean just got see. the Hardys. So SmackDown has the New Day, Hardys, The Bar, The Usos. The club. The club. Do, do they even exist? Sanity. Do they even exist? Yeah. But heavy machinery, half and half. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Heavy machinery is. Uh, they're doing a good job with with them. I really do think so. And and they had the ascension on Raw, so you knew Raw was for you. Me. Popped. That was oh, your, your hypest moment of the night. Yeah, it wasn't the Shield <laughs> getting back together. It was fucking Rick, Victor. Um, but SmackDown also got one of their major key players back, and I like how they brought him back. Because I always said Kevin Owens was very relatable to wrestling fans because he's not a musclehead. He's just your everyday guy who's fighting for his dreams. Not the, you know, no pun intended with his opponent. But I always felt like people could relate to Kevin Owens. He came out on SmackDown, cut a promo, and Daniel Bryan started hitting him with the fat jokes, which is a cheap way to get heat. But that's the Dan. Listen, Daniel Bryan is playing his fucking part perfectly. I can't say it enough every week. Daniel Bryan is is playing the best heel I think he's ever played in his career. 
It's Daniel Bella, man. The Bella twins, bro. That the total Bellas got him acting out. I wish that I wish that he would have taught Bree to wrestle a little bit safer, but that's besides the point. Um, (laughs) But I really (laughs) start that war again. I really love what he's doing, but I love that Kevin Owens comes back as a face, and I don't know how long it lasts or whatever. And if it's a trial run, Kevin Owens had the fans behind him. My thing is, and I'm gonna pose this question to you. Does Kevin Owens being a face and getting all this fans? Because let's face it, Kevin Owens is more popular than Kofi Kingston overall. Overall. I mean, I think Kevin Owens probably triples Kofi Kingston's merch sales um, when Kofi was a, a single star, not New Day. New Day sells shit all the time. Do you guys think that this match with Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan hurts the Kofi push? Or does it help it because we get this at Mania? Or does Kofi get involved? Like, how do you see this going for Kofi Kingston, who right now seems like the guy left out? I don't think it hurts it at all because, I mean, let's be real. At the end of the day, it's no better than the fourth best, the fourth, the fourth most hype match on this yeah. card. No better than that, right? Because Batista Triple H, the women's match, the Rollins. Uh, Lesnar match. So and then I would even I put think it that probably behind what Reigns does that night. That's what I'm saying. So, so the fifth, right? And it's one of those things where, like, you can take a risk by giving, the, you know, putting Kofi Kingston, who, you know, two months ago nobody cared about. Yeah. All right, he's just in the new day. Cool. They should be tag champs. But now they've told this story, um, this underdog story, that, oh, it should be Kofi. And I think that Kevin Owens is a, is a good stop. Um, what's interesting is how are they going to get from Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, to then Daniel Bryan, Kofi, and gonna, then what happens to Kevin? I'm going to tell like, you what happens to Kevin is Sami Zayn comes back and joins Daniel Bryan, and you get Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens at Mania because Sami's going to join the Vegan Club. That's what they should call each other. I I don't want to be like devil's advocate here, but I do think it hurts Kofi because I was one thousand percent behind Kofi behind Kingston, Kofi and as soon yes. as Vince McMahon said Kevin Owens. I forgot yep. all about it because I want yeah. to see Kevin Owens as the WWE champion, and I don't care what anybody else has to say, but Kevin Owens isn't my top five current favorite guys. So, of but course, I think he is will, for, like, a lot of people. It. That's the you thing, know? I think. So, and that's, that's why I think, you know, when you – it wasn't – and I guess they're probably the complete opposite, right? Because when they did it to Charlotte, that was all the heat went straight to Charlotte. But in this situation, for me, I was like, I 1,000% agree with Vince McMahon. Yes, let's give it to Kevin Owens. And 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 now I want Kevin Owens to win it. The crowd agrees with Kevin Owens. Like, do you hear the ovation he's getting? And I know they're they're chanting Kofi as well, which is great for Kofi. But, you know, you think you bring someone back, like it's not going to be a guy that the fans will get. Like, you brought Kevin Owens back as a, a face and the fans responded to that. So now yeah, you now I, you're kind of in this. Sp- to win it. I'm behind him. Maybe this percent. is a triple threat. Maybe it's a triple threat at Mania. I don't know, but I do think Sami Zayn. I think Zayn comes back and costs Kevin Owens, and I think uh, he, it's vegan club for life. I would <laughs> love to see Sami Daniel because here's the thing, and I've said this before: is I always saw Sami Zayn as like almost like a Daniel Bryan character because he was, you know, right, he was right, that genuine yeah. guy that you could connect to. And now can you imagine if both of them are heels and... and I don't you know, know, because you can bring Sami Zayn as a face and have him feel with Samoa Joe. He's the new U.S. champion now. You can keep him far away from Kevin Owens and they can still do their own thing. You still need somebody for Samoa Joe now. I, I, I would st- I'd still just want Sami versus Kevin at Mania. That's my pipe dream. Like, that's just... I don't care if it's for 10 Listen, minutes. Listen, if, you know? if you're <laughs> going to do it ever at WrestleMania, I just thought of this. 
New York yep. is the place to do it. Yeah. These guys fucking murdered each other in ROH. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a lot of great matches in New York. So if you want to kind of do a little tip of the hat to that shit, doing it in MetLife Stadium would be really cool. And it'll be another match where I don't get up and go to the bathroom during. So good for them. I just – I personally think <laughs> – I personally think that – as much as I wanted to see Kofi Kingston's moment, I still hope Kofi does get a moment because he does. He's he's worked his ass off and he's earned it. And I want to see the next chapter of the New Day because I thought the other chapters were kind of played out. And I think, you know, Xavier has all of the charisma. Like, that guy just drips charisma. Big E has so much charisma that you could do something totally different. You could go the faction route with them and maybe they can all become single stars in their own respect. But... I think bringing Kevin Owens back damaged a lot of people because my dad went from, oh, look, like they're going to give Kofi a shot to, oh, Kevin Owens. Like the casual yeah. viewers know Kevin Owens. Like Kevin Owens is back. He's a big time player. This is what now, now he, I'm Same. excited for this. I'm excited for Kevin Owens when you're supposed to be getting behind Kofi. <laughs> like That is true. That and is like, true. And I, and I get like, oh, they took my opportunity away and that's the storyline you can play. Also, this week, Mustafa Ali came back. And, you know, I would like to see even a program where Mustafa Ali tries to to get over on Kofi because Kofi kind of took his spot. What if Mustafa fights um, Samoa Joe? I think Mustafa fights Joe. And that's a perfect segue because Samoa Joe won the U.S. title. Um, But here's the question, guys. Does the U.S. title mean anything to you after what you saw they did since... The John Cena Open Challenge or the Reigns Open Challenge has. has I did like the R Truth stuff. Um, R Truth, R Truth, because he has Carmilla. Yo, no, he was working. <laughs> yeah, that, that's besides he was point, working though. his ass off. What do you, like, what do you mean? I don't matches. even like Carmilla one bit. For Patreons <laughs> getting to see this, I don't even. What would give you that idea? But the, the thing. So the one funny thing I do want to say before I forget is I saw this meme, online, and it was very funny. Uh, it was a picture of R Truth holding the belt right and then it vince mcmahon was like it's not black history month get that belt off of him and then it's him losing his samoa joe it was like sheesh (laughs) i'll tell you what (laughs) that was over i really so honestly like in all honesty i thought they were gonna do this r-truth thing all the way to mania and then at mania we have like a surprise segment where he does that and then somebody beats him at mania for the belt in a very quick like five minute segment Right. That's just really to I get, thought he to was going to have an open Carmella. challenge at Mania and Cena was going to answer yeah. since he was doing yep. all the John Cena's My yep. Childhood Hero thing. Maybe, thing. Maybe, that would be cool. maybe Samoa Joe issues an open challenge and we get Joe versus Cena. That'd be cool. That'd be flames. I, don't think, well, I, can tell I you personally thing. don't think Joe is on the main card. He's going to be in the pre-show. If somebody can make the U.S. title relevant again, it's Samoa Joe with his sick-ass promo. Well, here, so. I think if you want to make the title, and I, this might be an, uh, a Nick pick, but... Um, if you want to make that, that title relevant again, change the fucking design. The 4th of July paper plate design is just, it's played out. Like, what happened when you introduced those new women's tag belts? Everyone fell in love with them. What happened mm-hmm. when you, you know, NXT introduces that beautiful North American title or the beautiful UK title. It's like, you can make great looking titles and get people hyped and then they notice who's carrying it, and the man helps makes that title. Right now, that title, that design, it doesn't mean anything because it hasn't meant anything. 
Let's revamp it and you revamp it with Jeff. Revamp it and revamp the division. Right yep. now on the main roster, there isn't a title that's viewed as the workhorse title. Yep. Not for the women, not for the tag teams, not for the men. There's no title where you're like, yeah, you know, they don't really put a lot, but like those like those matches are the ones you can't miss, right? You think of like Jericho versus Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit versus all these like crazy you know, grouping of this mid-card talent that they had while Austin and The Rock are doing whatever, the, and Triple H are, you know, controlling the main event scene. I, You should do that, Joe. Um, if you don't have anything for Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Finn Balor, like, let the Intercontinental title and the U.S. title. Also, if you don't want to do that, another cool thing you could do is, what about brand supremacy, right? They used to do that yeah. for Mania. Uh, yeah. Hey, Raw picks Finn Balor, SmackDown picks Samoa Joe. Let, who's the better champion? Let's see that match. Give us something to do that's like, okay, like I understand there's a lot of these big-tier matches that are going to have these great builds, um, but let's give us the like the workhorse match. You, you, know you know what really sucks that I'm just thinking about because you're talking about workhorse is like we went – Literally, if you could probably find sound bites from three months ago, I think we were all on board with The Miz getting a title shot against Daniel Bryan and The Miz having yep. this this crazy 2019. And The Miz is in a fucking tag team with Shane McMahon right now, and it feels yep. like they're they're. And, and first they off, like slowed him down. Fucking face Miz just does not. It just doesn't no. work. Yeah, but I feel like The Miz is like focused on other things like right now. With yeah, well, his I mean, show, with, his, show, with, his movies, yeah. he has another kid on the way, which is cool. But, like, if I told you at the end of 2018, The Miz would have been championed by WrestleMania in 2019, I think we all would have been – I could see yeah. that. I could uh-huh. see it. It's, it's crazy to think it's how just, far we've come from that. And, and I just feel like they pump these brakes on certain guys, and I don't understand why. Like, why – like, Daniel Bryan I feel like there's Kevin's always cool. a reason behind it that we just don't yeah. know. You know, yeah, like, a lot of people criticize them, like, taking Paige off the GM position, but Paige is doing all this press for her movie. Yeah, she couldn't be there. And a lot of times people don't understand why they did it. It's because she cannot be in a, mm-hmm. traveling with wrestlers right now. She's doing her own thing. And a lot of times, you know, we just don't know what could be going on behind the scenes that could make them put the brakes on people like that. I mean, that's true. they put the brakes on Braun Strowman, but that's just because I think they've, they, they've found out that Braun needs a little help. I think his injury hurt him, too. I yeah. think Braun, like, when he went to that surgery, it was supposed to be a one-week thing, and it ended up being a month's thing where they didn't even know when he would be able to come back. That's what I mean. He, we don't know. I mean, we don't know what's going he, on, you know? He's, yeah, and I, you hear stuff about backstage, blah, blah, blah. I mean, again, we don't know. The only thing you ever know is that, like, Roman Reigns is loved backstage, and that's just because the wrestlers tell you that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we don't know what goes on backstage, but it's just weird to me. Like, my Mania card is totally different than I thought it was going to be. Like, a few months ago, even at Rumble. What yep. we thought at Rumble, it is so different. I mean, and, and that's a cool thing of wrestling, right? Because they kind of, it, that's what makes it fun. It, for You know, for people like us who talk about wrestling every single week, uh, it is cool to see that even the stuff that we try to predict is, you know, it's going to be surprising to us. It just, it just sucks. Like, you know, I'm a fan of The Miz. I enjoy The Miz. It sucks to see him kind of go from he should be the WWE champion to like, if he's not on the card, I'm not going to miss him because I don't care about the yeah. Shane McMahon thing. Mm-hmm. I don't either. And I, I just, I don't care about the McMahon thing unless it's I, Paul 
Paul McMahon Levesque. I don't care about the McMahon. I feel like I don't know if it's be just because when it comes to WrestleMania, I just want to have fun, especially, you know, like I didn't get to attend it last year. So this year I just want to enjoy every second of it. But the way that I feel about it and it was Orlando and it was AJ Styles and Shane McMahon completely shut me up when I said, I don't want to see that shit. Yeah, and then they true. put on the match that they put on. So now when it comes to Shane McMahon, I'm going to it like, okay, I'll watch. I'll give it a chance and see what I get. Because he completely shut me up when he came. When I, As soon as I found out it was going to be AJ Styles and Shane McMahon, I was like, what the fuck? Why? And that was one of the best matches of that night. I agree. I agree it's with true. that. So, I mean, Mania is shaping up and I can't believe we're only a month away. But we're also a month away from NXT TakeOver, and we don't talk NXT a lot on this show because... That's, jo- that, that's um, Phil's job. Yeah, we have the amazing Who Got Next, <laughs> where Phil and MJ give you all the news and reviews of yeah. the best brand going. That's NXT. But this does kind of cross over to the main roster because Tomasa Ciampa is in for neck surgery, out for 6 to 14 months. First off, you got to wish the guy a speedy recovery. He's been the most consistent character and I'm just a casual of NXT, but every time I see Tomasa Ciampa and Goldie, like that guy has came so far. He's created magic after magic after magic with every opponent he's faced, and he's built himself to be a main event talent when the guy was supposed to be in the cruiserweight division. So you got to give Tomasa Ciampa, as I call him Ciampa, all the credit in the world. But he was also about to get a call up, it looks like. So how does this affect him but also the other people that might have been caught up your ricochets i think alistair black's still going to be a call but your ricochet your gargano tomasa champa's out now so who gets the call do they stall do they bring someone else up or is this a time for nxt to invest in the adam cole matt riddle Bring Pete Dunn over from the UK and start rebranding NXT's top stars. So, um, me and MJ do get into this on the show. So, if you guys are listening to this on Saturday, make sure you go on the feed and check out the show that aired yesterday, which is Who Got Next. Um, the one thing I do want to say is, I think two things. So, the injury sucks, right? It kind of, it kind of messes up the direction they seem to be going in. They seem to be going in a Tommaso versus Johnny feud potentially going into New York. We, we, we know that we can see the writing on the wall. The, the whole thing is, I think that NXT is now in its transition phase, right? NXT goes in phases. There was the Finn Balor phase. There was the, there was the Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, four horsewomen phase. There was Nakamura and Asuka phase. There was um, now this phase of like uh, Undisputed Era, Johnny, Ciampa, Velveteen Dream. Right, and now they're what this mass call ups, they're gonna be in that weird, like Bobby Roode transition phase mm-hmm. that NXT went through before they got from Balor to Nakamura. So, I think that so I know a lot of people are Johnny Gargano fans and they want to see him win that belt. I now personally do not want to see Gargano win that belt. If he does win it, I'll be excited. I love the guy, he's one of my favorite wrestlers to watch. But I think that if the story isn't him beating Ciampa for the belt, I say you call Johnny up to the main roster. You keep Alistair up because that dude's more than ready. I would keep Ricochet down. You let Ricochet be that transitional guy. Or you let Ricochet become the new Finn Balor to NXT. I think. Or you give the belt to someone like Riddle or Keith Lee. There's a lot of talent down there, right? I think that with Undisputed Era losing so much to start the year, I think that there's plans of calling them up. 
I, I just think, and I think Velveteen Dream goes up after Mania. That's still my thing. I think he, he loses to potentially maybe Riddle because they teased it this week, um, them having a match. But I think that NXT right really? now. Yeah, they, so Velveteen Dream came out. <laughs> that excites me. And was like showboating <laughs> that he had a title. Riddle came out basically challenged him. Yo, he, they said, really listen, him. he said, listen, bro, you don't got the swag of Matt Riddle. You might have been. Yep. You might have been on Tough Enough, but I was on the Ultimate Fighter, and I put a motherfucker to sleep. Oh, my God. That's what I'm and saying. And he put and a motherfucker to sleep. And NXT I'm just saying. is in a transition. I wish I knew and Matt Riddle personally because I would yeah, love to exactly. shake his hand. <laughs> and tell him he's the man. Um, but like, I'll be NXT, out drinking with Riddle if he wins that fucking title Saturday night yeah, exactly. after NXT. Believe me. <laughs> so um, I think for people who are NXT fans, you need to kind of be patient because – Remember, I'm pretty sure NXT is taped now until TakeOver. So no, everything that's um, going to no, happen. No, there's there's a taping, taping the 13th. There's yeah. a 13th? Yeah. One more? All right, so they're obviously going to reset a lot of stuff, like, right? Because right now they're the doing thing. a you Dusty have, Classic. You have Keith Lee. You have Dijakovic. You have you have Dijak. I know. Dijak. We don't call him by his um, fucking bullshit. But, like, you have <laughs> Adam Cole has never been an NXT champion. And that guy is probably, I well, mean. Well, right now, whoever wins the belt is a transitional champion because Ciampa was probably supposed to lose to Gargano and then we were going from there. Or maybe Ciampa never lost to Gargano and it was someone else. I just think that right now we have to lower our expectations. Like you said, so I don't think Adam Cole is a transitional champion if he wins it. Yeah, but it's more of like, when I say transitional champion with someone like Adam Cole, it's just... I see more of a Balor... I don't don't think Adam Cole... I see more of of a Balor to Joe transition where that title still main events and feels important. When no, Bobby Roode was a champion, I did not give a event. fuck about Bobby Roode. But he main evented. Bobby Roode main evented. They didn't have so, a North American title then. That is true. But, like, I think that NXT is in that weird phase where they have to rebuild their main event, similar to the way they had to rebuild their women's division after the horsewomen left because you're calling up all your main eventers at once. There's five main eventers in that company and all but Adam Cole are pretty much on the main roster right now and I like I said I honestly think Undisputed Era is getting called up sooner than later because they keep hyping that this is the last time we're going to see the Shield and the Undisputed Era can't win anything right they lost in their tournament match this week to DIY so it's one of those things where it's like the writing's on the wall I think NXT is going to be super awesome like it always is and I, I would like to see some type of like Fatal four-way match to crown a new champion, and we get something shocking like a Keith Lee winning. Or maybe Matt Riddle gets put in that match now because they need a bigger star, right, to hold the NXT title and kind of take it Goddamn, if, into the into If the Riddle wins the NXT championship, I ain't even making it to Mania, cuz. I, I personally <laughs> think that he should. I think it should be somebody new. I feel like they have gone back and forth, and this is a super casual viewer of NXT talking right now. They have gone... So many back and forth, so many wins and losses with all of these guys that are there right now that I believe any of them could win it and also lose it the next night mm. because yeah. none of them seem dominant. So at this point, well, yeah, I will go with like Gargano a Gargano winning the title. The story was Gargano winning the title, which That's now they stupid. can't do in a way that will <laughs> please everybody. So just, hey, listen, 
not everybody nxt is not that company that's like there's an ending to the story some pe- time people get called up and that's it oscar never lost in nxt oscar just went up to the main roster continued her story gargano can continue this like rebuilding becoming johnny wrestling story on the main roster still and then a year so, later maybe gargano's a champion and champa comes can back you, you don't have to here's do it the thing what if this carries over to the main roster what if I don't know how it ends. I don't look at spoilers, but Gargano's supposed to to beat Chopper or whatever. That's the story, at least that I think. No, but there's no spoilers on that. We don't know what's happening. There's just rumors. No, no, that but, it's looking like Tommaso but, versus Johnny. I mean, why do you put DIY well, back together? Some, you know what I mean? It's gonna happen. That's just how the story goes. I've watched wrestling yeah. long enough to know that's mm-hmm. how the story goes. But he's out for say a year. What if mm-hmm. Gargano's on the main roster? And Champa finds him there. That's what I'm and saying. And it's like, do now, that I'd rather this that match, have Gargano like, yeah, win the title. It could have been a great I match mean, at TakeOver. Imagine yeah. that at Mania. I feel like, I, and, I, and I hope that he has a super speedy recovery and comes back healthier than ever. But I feel like Champa has a very, very bad string of injuries. And it yes. keeps happening yep. and happening at the worst mm-hmm. timing for him, which fucking sucks. Because I actually really, really love him. But I almost feel like we should forget mm-hmm. about it. Let it happen organically in the main roster years from now. And everybody that's invested will be invested then. Um, the video packages will be amazing, right? But I feel like... I wish it would have come down to that. At the same time, their NXT story has gone on for so long that I don't mind a break for it and resume yep. later I'll tell and you, let the guy get healthy. I'll tell you the first thing I do if I'm NXT. I have done drop that UK title to Walter, and I have that motherfucker become a main player on NXT television, especially if you're talking about Fox Sports 1. Absolutely, but now the rumor is that we're getting done versus Walter yeah. At Takeover New York. Yeah, so you had, I don't know if it's no, been announced like that, yet, but it's but the writing. People know yeah. that's happening. But I mean, so that's, why, like, you so Walt, that's why you bring That's why you bring Walter in. You bring him in for that match. You don't bring him in to so, fucking fight anyone else. And this and this is a um, a uh, special announcement. I can't think of the word of that. I actually want to use. Um, this is a call to action. If you are in that NXT Takeover crowd in New York, and I will do my very best. To try to make it there. I definitely will miss this match. There's no way I'm making it there at 7. But um, I want... <laughs> when Walter comes out, you sing that fucking song. You hum it. You do whatever you have to do. You make his entrance feel as epic as possible. Because the last time that these UK wrestlers were in the States at that shitty fucking access crowd in Arizona, when Walter came out, no one said shit. And it made me depressed. And I was very sad. So make his entrance feel like the biggest possible. The last time we were in that fucking Barclays Center and me and Aunt tried, and Cody tried to cheer for a UK wrestler or boo the UK wrestler by taking our shoes off because we hated Gibson. We were the only three idiots in the whole fucking arena doing it. So please, NXT UK has been out for a while, okay? You sing Walter's song down to the ring. And then you cheer that man when he beats Pete Dunne. Yeah, because it means Pete Dunne. Who is, is one of my favorite wrestlers is yep. going to NXT, NXT because you need a guy like him. That guy could be your fate. That could be like that's not a transition. Even and that's how stacked NXT is, right? You think about this: Alistair, Johnny, Tommaso's hurt, Velveteen Dreams, and North American Champion, Ricochet. and probably going up, and Ricochet all get caught up all out of the main event scene. And you still have Riddle, Lee, Dijak. If Pete Dunn can come over, that's Adam Cole. You still have a great. Main event. Let's scene. not forget Roddy Strong can can be a, a main event player as he well. He could be. 
I mean, Roddy, you have Punishment Martinez who's down yep. there, and you have other people who are signing left and right. I hope, you know, I hope Shooters Inc., which was the Monster Factory, or no, that was Real Life Heels, was Punishment Martinez, Matt Riddle, and Nick Camarado, who just got signed as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, they're all three of them yeah, were there? Yeah, Shooters Inc. was oh, my buddy cool. Bill, Riddle, and Nick. Oh, okay, and okay. Then, that's dope. Yeah, so they're all down there. And Steve Cutler's a Monster Factory guy, and Deanna Peraza's a Monster Factory girl. I guess if you want to go to train to be a wrestler, go to Monster Factory. Go to the Monster Factory, um, right? Listen, it's it's a very exciting time um, in NXT because, you know, for the first time, like Issa said, in a long time, it's uncertain what's going to happen because your main event players are out. This Tommaso and Johnny story is done for the time being because Tommaso's hurt. I think, like I said, like we say every week on Who Got Next, this is the time to start watching NXT weekly because it's going to be incredible. The matches we get are unbelievable. This week we got four great tag team matches, and that was on one episode of NXT. So, like, and the way the women's match is shaping up for TakeOver, TakeOver is still going to be incredible. It's still going to be awesome. It, it gives you great wrestling, and it's just like you don't even don't even worry about what the card is going to be. You know that's going to be great wrestling. Yep. And, and- but that's it's, it's the time of the year. This is the most exciting time of the year for professional wrestling. And we hope we see you there. If you are a Patreon of Rant with Ant, you can come to the first ever Rant with Ant Mania Kickoff Gala where we will be doing a live show. And we have wine and we have beer and we have food and we are dressed to kill. It is going to be the biggest thing we've ever done. Bigly big. It's going to be huge. It's going to be the best. We're going to have such a good time. I'm telling you guys, if you're if if you're in the area, become a patron. You can get in. If you're not in the area, twitch.tv backslash RWA World. You can watch the whole thing live. We have shows from Russell Addict. We have a Who Got Next and Rant with Ant collab to main event the evening. Um, it's going to be very, very special. If you want to support us and buy a Mania shirt, Represent.com backslash store backslash rant with ant. Follow us on rant with ant on all social media. And don't forget to check out Wrestle Addict Radio where we give you Smash This Podcast, Gift the Podcast, Kings of the Rings Podcast, Fourth Wall WrestleCast, and Not Your Mama Soap Opera. Speaking of Fourth Wall WrestleCast, if you're in WrestleMania, uh, New York for WrestleMania on Sunday, they are holding a tailgate where you can pay $5 and you can get food and drink. And the, the money will be donated to a charity. We will be there. We will be representing. Come out. Go listen to their show for more details. Or stay tuned on our Twitter as we announce details as they come. Now, this show is on the feed of The Rant with Ant. Because it is The Rant with Ant. But if you want to hear some more podcasts, we got E is for Elite. Where me and G-Rod break down all the things in all Elite Wrestling when they happen. So, before it becomes a weekly show, when... In October, when you know all becomes a weekly show, you will get sporadic episodes. And then, of course, we have the king and queen of NXT coverage, Phil and MJ, every Friday. So, Phil, tell me about who got next. So, every Friday on the Rant with Ant feed, me and MJ give you all the news and reviews for the best brand growing, and that is N. XT and like we just talked about in that last segment it is a great time to get into the ground floor of these major changes that NXT is making the women's division is some of the best 
women's wrestling you will see on the planet there are a ton of women so many women on the roster that they're not even being used candace LeRae, diana perrazzo these women aren't even on tv yet they don't want to be on ripley. tv they don't want to get killed by Shayna. that's all that is true everyone's i love diana perrazzo and i love rhea ripley the way that this women's <laughs> match is shaping up for takeover it is going to be very very fun and if you are a fan of great tag team wrestling also a great time to get into nxt because we have the dusty roads classic over the next few weeks leading into takeover new york we give you all the stuff yes for people who don't know, me and MJ stopped talking about NXT UK because given our hectic schedules, it is way too difficult to watch <laughs> a show that airs at 3 o'clock and then still try to record that show in the same day. But, you know, we, it might be a Patreon show later. We're working on or some stuff over there. maybe Martin will come back. Maybe Martin. I'm hoping I'm crossing my fingers Martin takes the reins because he will be a lot better uh, dealing with the UK talent since he is from the UK and he's very familiar with them. But at Who Got Next Pod on Twitter... If you guys want to follow us, we do some great things over there. And in in baseball, if you get 3,000 hits, you're a Hall of Famer. Well, in our (laughs) world, when you get 3,000 subscribers, you're the best fucking YouTuber going. So, Issa, tell them to subscribe to Demon Diva and tell them about your channel. Go subscribe to my channel. There you go. YouTube.com slash Demon Diva. Diva. Lots of reactions and fun stuff. Great reactions and more stuff coming soon. So, guys. That was a fun show. All three of us are back. If you're a Patreon, stay tuned because we got a lot of questions to answer for the after show. But until next week, thank you for listening and thank you for keeping wrestling real. Kawaii, so kawaii. Adios.